Good morning. It's not too early to say Happy New Year. You're not happy that you are coming to a new year? Please, Happy New Year. God is good. And your answer will be? Let's do it in a little better way, okay? God is good. All the time. Amen. And glad to be back to the church where I am a member, and thank you for the invitation, kind invitation to be with you this morning. Um, when I think about rejoicing in the Lord, Ababa Zema comes to my mind. Ababa Zema has um, a farm, a small farm uh, land in South Ethiopia where I grew up. He comes to the church every Sunday with fruits in his hands to be given to the church as an offering uh, for the service of uh, the Lord and the mission expansion. And he comes to the church with a very explicit joy uh, in the Lord, especially when he sings. He has his own way of expression. And he believes that he has to put his hands together every time, especially when those praise songs are sung. And he does that in his own way, and sometimes people feel very uncomfortable, some people. So at one point, the congregation leaders came to the church and said they decided uh, for the congregation to sing, but without clapping. And the message was clear for Ababa Zema. So Ababa Zema wasn't happy for a couple Sundays because he's no longer putting his hands together for his savior. So he was doing like this in the middle of, you know, uh, service, you can imagine. And we knew, I was a young boy just sitting uh, not too far from here. So I, when he does that, I knew the guy is not doing, you know, okay. Um, so what happened was um, somebody invited him to pray, you know, to do a closing prayer at the end of the service after maybe two, three Sundays. And Baba Zima stood up for prayer and he said, Jesus Christ, you took in your hands the biggest nails, the biggest nails you took for me on the cross. But now the leaders of this church are not happy that we put our hands together for you. And he said, since you took those biggest nails for me on the cross, uh, he said, it is not too much for me to put my hands together for you. And he prayed and clapped and prayed and clapped and prayed and clapped. You cannot tell whether it is a praise, you know, team singing or a prayer warrior engaging the entire congregation at the end because his passion was so contagious, we joined him, <laughs> clapping in the church. It was genuine joy he has for the last, he's about 100 years old now. Those days, I don't know how exactly his age was, but you know, following this elderly man, just expressing his joy for the one who did not dare to give his life was so powerful. 
I grew up in that kind of environment. And when I think about Simeon, the old guy from the New Testament, holding Jesus Christ, the greatest gift God has given to humanity in his hands, he burst out with joy, nothing left in his bones. When he expressed his joy for this little baby, but the baby who governs everything, including his entire body, could not, could not, could not really withstand the joy he has with the baby King Jesus Christ. So he expressed his joy. I have seen your salvation that you prepared for all people, a light to the Gentiles, glory to the people of Israel. There is nothing left for me. I have seen it. And he said, Lord, let your servant depart in peace. He was told by the Holy Spirit that he will see that bright light in the sky. But he needs to watch for that light for a long time in the cold winter, looking for the bright star. But at the end, the bright star showed up. The bright star invaded him. The bright star filled his heart. The amazing light consumed him. The love of Jesus took over. Then this guy had to discharge himself from the earthly arena and want to be with this precious Lord for eternity. What a love story. The baby he held consumed his love with love, and Simeon wants to spend eternity with this baby in heaven. That was it for him. There is only one thing left on earth and in heaven. Jesus and Jesus. Jesus and Jesus. Nothing more, nothing less. When I see you guys this morning coming and flooding to the church after big celebration, Christmas, that shows to me something, that you are still interested with Jesus. Amen? <laughs> because sometimes people can give up their Sundays, especially right after holidays. You want to do something with this baby? Jesus, and I like the sign that is out there. God's glory, our joy. You know what? Beautiful songs, beautiful congregation. We glorify our Lord. He is already glorified. What is remaining is that are we rejoicing in him? He has no problem up there. But what is now at stake for us is, are we engaging with his heart? Are we with the baby, Jesus, who is everything and above everything? This church is blessed with God's glorious presence over the years. And 
your joy that comes from knowing who God is keeps you moving and going year after year, year after year. And we have a lot of good, great stories to tell about this congregation. Wherever I go, people say that, you know, churches are not doing well in the United States of America because there are about 5,000 churches closes their doors every year in America. 5,000 churches are closing their ministries for good. But we see congregations like this continue to grow and thrive and express their joy to Jesus. And we live in a nation that is wealthy materially, but not happy. People have almost everything you can imagine, but they don't seem to be happy. Many people are not happy these days. The United States of America, the wealthiest nation, ranks at the bottom 10% when it comes to having people leading a life of happiness. So we deal with some unhappy, maybe neighbors or friends, but we need to share the joy we have in Christ with them. The good news for us this morning is that God is very happy with you. Would you say amen? amen? There is nothing, you know, that makes my day that good news. You know, some people may not be happy with me. I know Mark is happy already with me. Come on. <laughs> Come on. He welcomed me, you know. Gave me some great stuff like this this morning. Uh, I'll return back, Mark, I know. <laughs> you know, some people like that you exist. But sometimes, even your own parents may tell you that, you know, you are one of those unintended consequences of this marriage. You just showed up without, you know, your parents' plan. God will never use those words against you. He has a special plan for your life. Amen? Amen. And he is happy with you. Even sometimes when we mess up, he doesn't like the mess, but he likes you. And he is happy for you. He rejoices over loud music for you. That's what the prophet Zephaniah said. When the people of Israel were going down, God came and abruptly saved them. And they became saved people, reconciled with him. Hey, God went on a big party because his people are redeemed. They became his own again. So he was so excited, way more than his people. So he invited the daughter of Zion to come and join his party, to dance with him with a loud voice. He rejoices over you, Israel, the people of Judah. He rejoices over you with loud music, with loud songs, with loud joy. That's the God we worship and serve. He is very happy about you. And for you, that word of the Old Testament in my language, in Amharic language, in Amharic language, where I read my Bible, says, you know, God went on a big party and made this amazing, loudest sound of music, which is called elelta, which is when God does those things for you. Oh, 
Because most of the time in Ethiopia, we do that sound for God, but we don't expect for God to do a little for us. He does for you. He is so happy. He's so excited for you. And that's what happened when Simeon has Jesus in his hands. It's not only just the joy that flows from, from Simeon to the parents, but he knows that this baby king is the anointed son of God. He is anointed with joy, as the scripture says. The Messiah, the anointed one, is anointed with joy. He is full of joy about his people, full of joy about his church. He's not panicking in heaven. Jesus rejoices over you. So he invites us to fix our eyes on him. Even sometimes when we run into some difficult situations, don't give up. Move on. Continue getting excited with Jesus. A family lost their son last week for murderers. 20 years old, an Ethiopian pastor lost his son. And I was watching, you know, on, on, on the internet, the funeral service, and the, the pastor, parent, and the, the, the mother came and said, you know, we love our boy. Those murderers who took the life of God's son, Jesus Christ, took our son, and he understand our pain because he lost his son. And they said, this Emmanuel, our son, did not give us God. God gave us Emmanuel. So there is nothing for us to be upset with God because God has given us our son and he took him. So we are okay in the Lord, they said. And it was very comforting for many people. A theologian, one of the great theologians called Karl Barth, defined joy as a defiant nevertheless, which means there are problems out there. You know, joy is not the absence of difficulties. You run into problems. Sometimes you are surrounded by them. But nevertheless, in the midst of all those challenges, you arise and the Lord will come and pick you up and put you in a level where you still continue rejoicing in the Lord, like Ababa Zema. He's a poor farmer struggling in many angles, but he has a non-stop joy in his saving Lord. And the Lord wants us to share and spread his joy with those people struggling around. That's what Simeon did. He did not only just burst out with heavenly joy. He shared the same good news with the people around. Mary and Joseph, he declared the good tidings. And Anna, the lady, the old lady, also spoke about Jesus for all the people around her. They continue to share this love, this joy with other people. And the Lord wants us to march towards our greatest day of joy in heaven. For Simon, he is already excited, but he is already also looking forward the biggest day of celebration in heaven. That's why, you know, he said, 
Let your servant depart in peace. I am already enjoying the time I have with Jesus here, but there is more yet to come up in heaven. So friends, we are not aging with complaining. We will age like Simeon with praising because we know our final destiny is shining and blessed by the one who governs everything, including our response to what he does in our life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And the congregation says,